0: Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Are you ready for it? Cue Taylor Swift. Are you ready for it? Are you ready to create your fate? To truly create the life that you want? Are you ready? And whether you've been following this podcast for a while, or if you are a new friend, hi, new friends, it's time. It's time for you to create your fate where you go in life right now. And what's the first step? If you want to create your fate, if you tuned in last week, you'll know it. You have to first take responsibility for it, take responsibility for your fate, for your life, for your outcomes. And I know. I've kind of been on this responsibility kick lately. I don't know why it's coming to me. I feel like it's super important that we focus on this. But, you know, if you listen to this podcast every week, it can kind of be tough to hear this over and over again. But I'm telling you this. I ain't mad about it because if you want to create your fate to design your life and live the way that you want to live your best life ever, you got to take responsibility for it. You have to learn how to stop blaming other people or situations for your problems. And then you continue to practice that. Yeah. So this one's going to be filled with tough love. It's going to be a little heavy, but you got to stop waiting for someone to come in and save you or change your life. And you have to take inspired action to attract the life that you want we're not going to force your best life ever or try and control things or other people in order to get what you want but we are going to take responsibility for how our lives unfold and this is this is not a bad thing responsibility is good because that means you can change your life at any time right and yeah i know responsibility ooh we kind of shy away from that because it sounds like work it sounds like a lot of it it sounds like blame and People get a little tripped up around the word responsibility. And honestly, you know, I I get it. I used to be one of those people. I used to be very weak-minded. And I've said this before, but do you know what weak-minded people think about responsibility? It's too much work. It's my responsibility to get this task done? Nope, too much. You know what else weak-minded people think about responsibility? That it's just a blame game. I'm responsible for this project going awry? No, I'm not. So and so is to blame. Guess what we're going to do here? We are going to reframe our thoughts around responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. Nobody else's. And this is great because this means you're not responsible for anybody else either. But we're not going to blame anybody else for our problems Because guess what? Responsibility actually has nothing to do with blame. I said this last week. Responsibility is purely accepting the fact that you have the ability to change your life at any moment. Will you take responsibility for that? And have you ever heard that quote, with great power comes great responsibility? And I'm actually going to take that a step further and invite you to ponder this thought that will actually maybe allow you to stop fearing responsibility. Here it is. With great power comes great responsibility because if you hold the responsibility, you hold the power. Think about it. You're a manager at work responsible for a team. You hold the power to direct your team to how to perform their tasks. You're a babysitter responsible for three kids. You have the power to tell them when to go to bed. So this is what we're going to do here. We're going to actually flip the script. With great responsibility comes great power. Ooh, now responsibility kind of sounds nice, yeah? <laughs> Ooh, this is, this is nice. I want the power, right? I want the power. I want the responsibility for what? Yourself. Are you responsible for yourself? Who or what are you leaving the responsibility up to for the way that your life goes? You want to ensure that the person responsible for how your life goes is you? Good. Listen up. And today I'm actually going to be going over three ways that you can create that power, that responsibility to begin to create your fate. It all starts with taking responsibility for your life. And I actually designed a 90-day program called the 90-Day Mindset Makeover that focuses on truly changing your life. And it starts with the way that you think. And I'm actually going to be pulling some of today's episode from the program so you can actually see how you are 1000% capable of creating the life that you want. So say it out loud one more time. I am ready to create my fate. And here's the thing, you know, we go about life doing different things and making different decisions and reacting to specific situations. And you don't even know that you're doing them. And unless you are aware that you are doing these things, you just continue to do them. And that's the problem with unconscious behaviors, right? We don't know that we're doing them. That's an unconscious behavior. So we're going to identify these three things that you likely do so we can bring awareness back to them. And then you can take responsibility for them and get your life back and get your power back to create your fate. So first, first one, if you want to create your fate, you must take responsibility for your reality. You create your own reality. Say it out loud. I create my own reality. You want to create your fate, your future life? Well, you have to take responsibility for creating your present life too, your reality. Do you believe that? Let me ask you this Do you believe that you can create your fate? Create the life that you desire and then live it, or even create something better than you can imagine? Your fate, your future, is created by multiple realities, your present, that you can also create, all stacking up one after the other, and they inevitably create your future. That's, that's the woo-woo version here. But uh, here's the psychological version. Basically, you have outside information getting thrown at you all the time, right? Two million bytes per second. And you process all this information through your senses, consciously and unconsciously. But really, you're only able to compute about 132 bits per second, which is essentially less than 1% of all the information out there. You get 1% of it and you actually choose what information you allow into your mind. You actually delete most and the rest of the information is processed individually based off of your memories, your values and beliefs. This is why two people can see the same thing and process it completely different. And so all this to say, you pick less than 1% of the information that you absorb. And then you use your past experiences to determine what you do with it. You pick the information that you let in and how you process it. You literally create your own reality. And this is amazing news, but with great power comes great responsibility, what you choose to do with this information, keyword choose, because you always have a choice, is your responsibility and it will directly impact the course of your life, your fate. And it's so interesting to shift from this external perspective into an internal one, because we literally and most of the time unconsciously choose what information we absorb. And when we do this, we can no longer blame our environment or people around us or circumstances in our environment for our problems anymore, because we are responsible for that 1% that we absorb. And I'm actually going to use an example from my NLP training. I am actually about to get um, neuro linguistic programming certification with uh, symbiosis. And it's, it's been fascinating to learn how our minds actually really do create our lives for us. So if you're sitting here wanting to blame external circumstances, I want you to listen up to this example. So, you got two people, you and I, we're sitting at a table outside. You love dogs and you've had a pet ever since childhood. But me, I, I hate dogs because I was attacked by a dog as a child. So, now we have this external event a dog comes up to our table. The external event, the dog coming up to the table, is the same, but you and I are going to process it differently. You love dogs. You had a pet growing up. So you reach down and you pet the dog. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm scared of dogs. I was bit by a dog as a child. What am I going to do? Oh my gosh, I'm going to shoo it away or scream or run away or be scared, right? The external event is the same. The dog comes to the table, but the response is different between you and I because we have different internal memories and beliefs. And these are all shaped from our past. Your past is different than my past. So I'm going to take all this information and I'm going to pick a different 1% because my past is different than yours. So uh, run that back if you want to listen to that again. But it's, it's so very interesting because so many people walk around blaming this external event. I know I've done this before, the external event, the dog coming to the table for ruining their lives, for causing them to be scared or angry or ashamed or fearful, when really your reality has been created for you by yourself long before the dog even came to the table based off of what's happened to you in the past. And I do want to add a little bit of a disclaimer here and talk about trauma, big T trauma that major major life things. Uh you you are not responsible, just a little disclaimer for what happened to you. If you have experienced that big trauma in your life, please 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 seek counseling or help in, instead of trying to navigate this all on your own. Trust me. Your life will move forward a hell of a lot quicker than bottling it up inside and not being able to figure out your emotions. When I was 23, the man I was going to marry was killed in Afghanistan. He, he was a Marine. And, and I was not responsible for that. But I was responsible for what happened after. And listen, give yourself grace. And, and I know I, I give myself grace now looking back after what happened because, you know, a lot of times you're not thinking clearly when it comes to big T trauma. But instead of seeking professional help, I resorted to prescription drugs, alcohol, Attachments to other people. I couldn't be alone. I chose to do that, and my life, my reality, and my fate—that all reflected my choices. I ruined friendships, relationships with family members. I lived in constant fear, and I—I I did this all unconsciously. And you know, anytime a, a dog would come to my table, I would freak out and react and blame the dog instead of realizing, hey, um, this is all being caused from a bad experience that I had. Big trauma when I was 23. And and this is an example of big T trauma. And again, if you have experienced that, then please, please reach out to a professional for help and guidance. Do not do this alone. But a lot of us have experienced something called little t trauma. These are little, littler things in life. They're still feel big to us, but they've gone unprocessed and now they are affecting the way that you see your reality and the way that you make your decisions. Little T trauma, these are highly distressing events that happened to you in the past that affect you on a personal level, but they don't fall under that category of that big T trauma. Um, Examples of little T trauma include non-life-threatening injuries, emotional abuse, even death of a pet, bullying or harassment as a kid, or even as an adult. Uh, loss of significant relationships, breakups, friendships ending. It can be something as simple as a belief that you learned in maybe a religious setting that was deemed bad or evil, and now you've been conditioned to think of it in a certain way. It can be a societal standard that has been ingrained in your brain, forcing you to think a certain way. And here's the thing is we don't even know how these are affecting us now because we are unconsciously creating our current realities based off of what has happened to us in the past. And all these these things, these are little tiny dog bites that have happened in our past that we never took the time to acknowledge or work through. And now when a dog comes to our table, we freak out and we blame the dog. And it wasn't actually until I took the time to sit with myself and my emotions and my viewpoints and my beliefs to actually realize, whoa, I am actually reacting to this because I never dealt with this big thing in the past. This is why it's bothering so much. And it's not just big T trauma. It's tons of little things that go unnoticed. Here's a a pretty um, light example. We'll lighten the mood up here. Uh, I get really upset when people yell at me. And I immediately shut down and get defensive. The second that somebody yells at me, it is over. I am not open to finding a solution. I spiral into this whole scenario that's, oh my God, this person is crazy and out of control. And I can't believe they don't respect me enough to yell at me. Why do they think I'm dumb and helpless? Like my mind goes there. Whew. And is that on the other person? Well, no, maybe they shouldn't have raised their voice at me, but this is on me. I'm willing to take responsibility for it because Meg is a kid. Was yelled at and never felt, and she could express herself, and was never taught how to openly and calmly communicate negative feelings. I could continue to blame other people, right? My parents for not teaching me how to express uh, negative feelings in a positive way, or you know, blame whoever it is in my adult life for raising their voice at me. But where is that going to lead me? If I leave the responsibility to other people. I could give other people the power over my life. Nothing's going to change. Or I could decide to take my power back. I could swallow my ego and say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to get upset and triggered and spiral every time someone raises their voice at me. I can't control that. I can't control what other people do. I could learn how to openly express boundaries and say, hey, it's not okay for you to talk to me this way, and learn how to calmly have an effective conversation that is going to lead to a solution. But that's on me, not the other person. And and I know this is heavy, but the point of this whole thing is this. You create your reality, and you also are responsible for how you deal with what triggers you. It may not have been put there because you wanted it to be there, and it's there though. And and I'm going to say this again. You are not responsible for the action that causes an emotional trigger. You're not. Please know that. But you are responsible for allowing it to rule your life or choosing to begin to learn why certain things bother you more than others. You have to process these things. And that, that is, that falls on us. So, Second way, if you want to create your fate, you must take responsibility for blaming other people for your problems. And disclaimer, this is really hard. (laughs) It is, it can be, to no longer blame anything external and to fully take responsibility internally to begin to make a change. Take responsibility for your life. And people see this one of two ways. And I'm gonna go back to this weak-minded people, they don't like it because they think that taking responsibility means that they have to accept all of the blame for everything that's gone wrong in their lives. But that's not the case. Strong, open-minded people view responsibility as different. It is that I have the ability to change my life at any moment. That is responsibility. Which which one are you? Which which way do you think about it? And and be honest with yourself. And it's okay if this is brand new to you. So here's the next question. Which one do you want to be? How do you want to view responsibility? Let's focus on that. And I love Brene Brown. She is uh, one of my favorite teachers. That One of uh, my favorite quotes of hers is how she actually describes blame. Blame, she says, is simply the fastest way to discharge discomfort and pain. That's all it is. Let's stop blaming the dog for coming up to the table and instead focus on why it makes us feel uncomfortable. Not everybody is out to get you knowing that too. Thinking that you are alone in this, this whole thing, that everybody is against you and that you have to do this by yourself. No, not everybody is out to get you, right? This paranoia that It actually stems from a defense mechanism that you've likely been harboring for years because you haven't uncovered the the reason why the dog coming up to the table makes you uncomfortable. So you think everybody is against you. Everybody is against you. Guess what? Nobody is out to get you. The guy who cut you off on the way to work this morning, not out to get you. Probably just trying to figure out his IMAPs while driving, which is not safe, but that's beside the point. The barista who messed up your coffee order last week, not out to get you. She's just probably not likely awake at 5 a.m. So realizing that you know nobody has a personal vendetta out for you and is trying to uniquely make your life harder, that this is going to immediately raise your vibration and uplift your mood. And you're going to naturally give more people grace in life instead of blame, give them grace. And that is extremely freeing. For you. For you. And that's who we're focusing on here today. Not anybody else. So focus on yourself. Because it's so easy to point out everything wrong that everybody else is doing. Which leads me to my final point here. If you want to create your fate, you must take responsibility for the reflection of yourself that you see in others. Did you know... That what we see in others is just a reflection of what we see in ourselves. And one of my clients, she recently phrased it like this. If you spot it, you got it. (laughs) I love that. If you spot it, you got it, right? Think about it. What is a characteristic that you often notice in other people? Likely, whatever that is, it's a characteristic that maybe you have as well. What actions do you notice in other people that bother you? Is it possible that you do this as well on a similar yet different level? Or maybe you noticed it because it stems from something that happened to you in your past that you haven't quite healed yet. Why does it bother you? Everyone you meet is your mirror. Do you believe that? Yes or no? And I'll give you a personal example. I, you know, you all know I teach at SoulCycle and... I recently did not get a promotion when I thought I was going to get a promotion. And, you know, I, I did have my little pity party for a couple of weeks. I really did. And I had this feeling where I was like, I'm not being valued at SoulCycle. They, they don't value me. They, they, they. I was shifting all of my power, my responsibility for my life onto SoulCycle, right? I can't believe they didn't promote me. I I'm not valued here. They don't value me. But here's the thing. I had to look in the mirror because I'm not leaving my my power of my life, I'm not leaving that up to SoulCycle. That's not their responsibility. I don't want it to be their responsibility to tell me how my life is going to go. So I looked in the mirror. I said, whoa, I am feeling not valued at SoulCycle because I'm actually not valuing myself with my own company. I need need myself in my company. I'm not valuing my time. I'm not using it to the best of my ability with Phoenix 8, right? And now that responsibility is on me. And guess what? That's an amazing thing to realize because guess what? Now I can do something about it. Now, you know, I, I cut back a couple of my classes at SoulCycle and I focus that time building my own business. One, that moves me forward and is a solution. And two, it's something that I can take ownership of. That's my power, my personal power. Rather than sitting around blaming other people, right? Everyone you meet is your mirror. Do you believe that, yes or no? And, and trust me, because this is a very challenging lesson to learn, because it's so easy to blame other people for our problems and our unhappiness, but we create our realities and we create our fate. It is up to us to take action for ourselves. No more blaming others. So while we learn about ourselves through our relationship with other people we can only be triggered by something that we've previously experienced ourselves in the past. So take that example about the dog, right? The things that we tend to dislike or judge or criticize in others, these are usually the traits that we don't like about ourselves. Oh, and I know it's really hard to look in the mirror. It is. We pick qualities in others that are especially annoying to us or bother us. uh, And they're really qualities that we need to see and take a look at in, in ourselves, right? Going back to blame, you point one finger at somebody else. Well, guess what? There's those three fingers pointing back at you, back at you, onto ourselves. So what comes to mind whenever you hear this? And whatever your initial or instinctive reaction was, start there, that's probably a good starting point. So what triggers you about other people? What makes you really mad or sad? What are some negative feelings that you are refusing to let go of? Or worse, what are some negative feelings that you have actually begun to expect? So here's another example. And if you are my friend on Marco Polo, then you know this, but I experienced terrible road rage and I'd I'd like to say occasionally, but it's something that I'm continuing to overcome uh, and I am. And here's the thing. I'm not an angry person. I don't yell at people. I don't yell at people because of what I mentioned before. I, I never yell at anybody. But something about being in the car, I always get so mad when somebody cuts me off or drives slow or doesn't pull up so I can turn Right. And I get really heated, which is so unlike me. That's the first thing, you know, what notice a behavior that is unlike your typical behavior. So that's really unlike me. So I could have done one of two things here. I could have kept the responsibility and the power in the hands of every driver that I pass on the road and continue to get angry, uh, which I don't like being, or I could sit with it and figure out why am I getting so mad? Like, what does this make me see about myself? And it takes time to actually sit down and, and think about it, right? So I, I sat down and I think about it, said, hey, when do I get mad? What specific things make me mad? And I realized that I only have road rage when I'm late. If I have all the time in the world and I'm going to even roll up early somewhere, which is rare, but I drive the speed limit, it uh, doesn't matter if someone doesn't pull up so I can't turn right on red. I don't even care if, if people cut me off, really. But if I am late, ooh, move, be, get out the way. And I start driving. I start driving like a crazy person. I cut people off. I yell at people while I'm swerving, changing lanes, trying to get somewhere on time. I hate being late. And and this is a game changer. And this is where the responsibility lies. Because once I had this awareness, I took the responsibility and I can change my behavior, which then changes my outcome. Guess what? All I had to do was What was the one thing instead of complaining about all the bad drivers getting mad at people and never being able to control what other drivers do? Guess what I had to do? Leave my house five minutes earlier. That's it. Problem gone. Trigger gone. Negative feelings of anger and stress gone. And I was able to eliminate it relying on my own personal power. Nobody else's. I don't like being late. I don't like when people raise their voice at me, but this is not a them problem. It is a me problem. And if you kind of feel a certain way about that, just know that it's not a bad thing that this is a you problem, because guess what? You are the you solution. So that's great news. And I found this great article. And I'm pulling this from my 90 day mindset makeover. Um, it comes from oneness.com. It reads, when certain characteristics in someone's personality trigger a negative reaction from you, there is something within you that is coming up because it is ready to be healed. Usually, it represents issues from your past that have gone unresolved. An example of this would be constantly attracting people who betray you in close relationships because you have not dealt with a parental abandonment issue from your past. What you are seeing is the manifestation of your belief that you cannot trust anybody with your feelings right? So if you keep these feelings in and they are unconsciously there in your life and you never take the time to dissect them and figure out what they are and where they come from, then this will be a recurring theme in your life and you will continue to attract mirrors that are trying to show you, hey, this is where you need healing. And this is where the phrase comes, until you learn the lesson, you will continue to live it. Do you have any recurring themes in your life that you think might be ready to be healed? Right? Take this example. If you keep attracting people who betray you, you have two options. Blame others or take responsibility. Which one do you think will get you further? Until you've learned the lesson, you will keep living it. And that gets really tiring. Trust me. Let's not blame others. Let's, boom, take responsibility for our lives oh my God, I have to take responsibility for somebody else being an asshole to me for treating me bad for not doing their part? Yes, because it's not about blame. It's about choosing to see it differently. And going back to the power of oneness is I'll leave you with this. Every person we meet in life is showing up at the perfect time in our lives to reflect something that we need to heal within ourselves. The people with whom you interact are showing you who you are and ultimately providing you with an opportunity to love yourself. Since our mission is to discover about what we don't love and learn to love it, the people who get on our nerves are among our greatest teachers. So when you feel triggered by a person or a situation, simply ask yourself, and this will change your life. What is this person trying to teach me that I need to learn in order to heal And where do I see this in myself? Game changers. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, please take responsibility for this and you will change your life. It's tough to do, but it's time to focus inward and not outward. It is easy to blame other people for your life and and play the victim role. But I'm going to ask you this. Where is that going to get you? And do you want to end up there? If it's not, change it. You have the power to change your life and it starts with you, starts with you sitting with yourself, analyzing yourself, healing yourself, changing yourself. And that is true responsibility. And that is how you create your reality. And that is how you create your fate. And if this episode spoke to you, reach out, go to my website, schedule a consult, see how this 90 day mindset makeover, I'm telling you, I've seen crazy, amazing results. I want to help you create the life that you want to live. Because I do believe that you can create your life. I do believe that you can create your fate. So to connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate and online at let's create your And of course, if you love this episode, please send it to a friend, share it, let's organically grow, subscribe, write a review. That would help me so very much. And that's all I got for you today. But if I could just leave you with one thing, it is this: expect good things always, and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll talk to y'all soon.